I'm happy to be here with uh, my wife, Ellen, this morning. As we were, as I was navigating my way from southwest Calgary to here this morning, making sure I didn't miss those turnoffs, that for a uh, Saskatchewan boy is not uh, easy. My wife was doing other things. She was pointing out the things that she saw as she came along. Hearts carved in snow alongside the road. Boston Pizza selling pizzas in hard shapes today. Wonderful for us to celebrate the love that uh, we experience, whether in marriage, family, friendships, church, whatever. might be a good time for us also to contemplate the love of God as we celebrate the love that we experience to contemplate God's love for us. Almost a hundred years ago, Frederick M. Lehman contemplated the love of God with this, this poem. He said, Could we with ink the ocean fill? And were the skies of parchment made? Were every stalk on earth a quill and every man a scribe by trade? To write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry. Nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. From the reading this morning, from first chapter of Thess- uh, Ephesians, I see God's love displayed with so many powerful words. You are you're chosen. You are adopted. You are included. You are forgiven. You are predestined because God has a destination for each of our lives. Romans 8 and 29, that we be conformed to the image of Christ. You are, you are blessed. The uh, topic for this morning that was handed off to me was blessed to be a blessing. We glance across the page to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. God loved us. God who is rich in mercy who has made us alive in Christ, even though we were dead in our trespasses and sins. For, and Paul likes to highlight this and put it on the screen, for it is by grace you have been saved. I suppose that most of us uh, live our lives according to the atmosphere and the circumstances that we find ourselves in. Where a child grows up with sarcasm and criticism, it's not unnatural for him or her to become what they have received. To live in a home where mom or dad is so controlling, so much in charge, It's not uncommon for that person to become what they have experienced. And it is not uncommon for us then who have experienced the grace and the love of God 
to pass that on. Because grace is not a static thing, it is a, it is a fluid thing. Grace received has to find an outlet in our lives. We are blessed to become a blessing. And we think of our great-great-grandfather in the faith, Abraham. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Get out of here, leave Ur of the Chaldees, go to the land that I will show you. I'll, I will make of you a great nation and I'll make a great name for you. You'll be a blessing. I will bless you and you will be a blessing. Blessed in order to become a blessed. Most of us, I guess, live like thermometers. We respond to the environment that we have experienced. With God's help in the everyday world, I guess we can rise above that, but we cannot rise above being the recipients of grace and love that God so much bestows upon us. God has acted. God has taken the initiative. The Olympics are all, have already mentioned they're on our screens everywhere. They're, they're everywhere. I want to assure you that with God, things are much different than the Olympics. You don't perform in order to win the prize to be accepted. It's completely opposite. God has adopted, God has chosen, God has selected, God has blessed before we ever knew what was going on. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It's always been that way with God. In the Old Testament, God sent Moses to bring the people out of the land of Egypt. But before he brought them out of Egypt, he said, Here are the Ten Commandments. And as soon as you guys start obeying the Ten Commandments, I'm going to tell Moses to start leading you out. No. Exodus chapter 20, after the leading out had taken place, after the deliverance had been taken place, God gives the Ten Commandments. He says, now I want to show you how to live as a brought out people. I will bless you so that you can become a blessing. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Now here are the ways that you live as a brought out people. That's the gospel. You see, it seems to me that God doesn't, Jesus, God is not very impressed with where we have come from. Nor is he depressed with where we have come from. I like what he said to the four fishermen. He said, come, follow me, and I will make you. The love of God is like this. Give me your past, I'll give you a future so that you can be a blessing. I will bless you so that you can be a blessing. Other verses pop up in our minds, I'm sure. First Peter chapter 3 and Verse 9, do not, do not repay evil for evil or insults for insult, but blessing. 
Because this, you are called to this, that you might inherit a blessing. And so, as blessed people, we have so many opportunities to allow that blessing, that grace, to pass on to others. And those of you that know me will not be surprised that I want to share with you very quickly the opportunities that God has given us to share our blessings with another part of the world. And if there are glitches, we are no different than the Olympics. (laughs) I am not sure what's going to come up out of the platform. not working from up here, so you can just work it from back there if you want. Next one, please. Oh, there we go. Uh, These handsome people. Uh, For the last five years, we have been in northeast India uh, in a ministry we call Heartwarmer Ministries, Autumn and Andrew, and we are back in Regina uh, making our home there again. And as a family for the next half dozen years, We will likely not return to northeast India, but I plan to go a couple times of the year and hoping to go this next month, 17th of of March. Maybe I'm not doing this right. Okay, next then. Okay. Our efforts are to pass on the blessing, to give encouragement and enablement to the points in northeast India. Next and uh, this is the this map. I invite you to follow that line with me any time you might choose. Next, uh, India. Our focus is northeast India, um, about seven different points in uh, this part of the country. Next. Uh, for the last couple of years, our focus has been on the, the uh, hub city of northeast India, called Guwahati, about uh, about a million people, but nobody knows. Next. Next. Well, we have been uh, coming alongside the work that uh, Shyam Salam has started. Uh, Shyam was uh, with you on the first Sunday of July of this last year. Some of you may have met him. I baptized Shyam back in 1965. And he has lived a very uh, active, faithful Christian life uh, since then. Next. He has uh, purchased a piece of property in the village of Kalopani, which is just outside of Gohati. And it uh, looks like this. And that... uh, um, Oh. That's interesting. (laughs) Okay, next. Let's go next. Okay, he has started the Bread of Life Center, which has three uh, three focuses. One is the uh, academy for children that are disadvantaged, that were not going to school before, 
There are about 100 uh, children in the school at the moment. The second is where I've been involved uh, more uh, with the Institute uh, Bible School for Maturing Disciples. The third is a clinic, which is not underway yet, providing medical care for the village people. Next. Uh, this last uh, January, five young ladies from Hong Kong who are teaching in the International uh, Alliance School in Hong Kong came to visit us. And the one on the right, left, uh, left side of the screen is Harmony, our daughter, and uh, other young ladies who are teaching in the school. And when they went back to Hong Kong, they put together this video of their uh, trip to uh, Guwahati, Northeast India. Next. Church is a Saskatoon Church of Christ. We are so grateful for the generous uh, help that this church has given us in the last five years, and uh, we will continue to be grateful as you continue to help us. <laughs> 